Hello and welcome to another installment of the Lost in Possession podcast, a show that is about three mates with three different teams and with three very different opinions. If you like podcasts that are all about football and people arguing with each other, this is the one for you. So in terms of what went on at the weekend, it was, of course, the ever exciting international break. So with top flight football coming to a pause, we decided that we wanted to go down a little bit of a different avenue this week. And we thought that we would talk about who we think has been the best starting 11 so far in the Premier League this season. Yes, we're more than three quarters of the way through, but we think it's still the perfect time to give a good analysis on this because things can change in football, as we know, even if there was 10 games left, two games left. You never know what can happen. All things, you know, do change. So let's jump straight on with it, fellas. Who wants to go first? Who wants to outline what the criteria is, what formation we're going to go for, and who are we going to all put there? I'll kick us off. Um, So I think we've all got different formations for our teams. So we'll go through, we'll obviously go go through position, position, um, each of us, uh, and then we'll ultimately decide on a joint best 11 between us, which might cause a few debates. Um, uh, so I'll, I'll kick us off with goalkeeper. Of course, it, it was a tough one for me. There was kind of two or three that I had on my, my shortlist. I did ultimately settle on the big Edouard Mendy. Um, I think obviously, I, yes, maybe a bit biased, but he, he has been world-class consistently throughout this season um, and last season as well. And I, I just can't pick a better, you know, informed goalkeeper than him right now. For me, I just want to say a little shout out to Jose Sarr, who was my very close second place. The Wolves goalkeeper has been phenomenal. A lot of clean sheets this season, but in the end, I went for Mendy. Okay, that's interesting because your second pick is my first pick. Ah. Sarr is the goalie of my choice. I just think you can look at, obviously, Edison and Allison. They've both got the top clean sheets, 16 this season. Then you can look down and then I think you've got Ramsdale, who's obviously done really well for Arsenal. But then I think in joint fourth, technically, would be Saar. And that's the one that shouts out to, I think, everyone going, you weren't expecting him to be there. So, yeah, my pick, Saar, this week. What about you, Reese? Um, Yeah, I think we've actually all gone for three different goalkeepers here. I would agree. I think Edison and Alisson, we knew exactly what we were going to get with those two. And I think Mendy was very, very close to making my list. But again, we saw how good he was last season. Um, so I, I chose not to pick him. I actually went for um, Aaron Ramsdale. The reason for that is because I think there were a lot of raised eyebrows when he did sign for a big, hefty price yeah. tag of a million. But I think if you look in 12 clean sheets and 24 appearances, I think that's nothing to be snuffed at. Of course, it's not the best. But in terms of where he's come from and the team he's joined... You know, I think he's actually been outstanding. And I think the fact that he's had such an impact and he's proven a lot of people wrong in this short space of time, I think he definitely deserves to be there for me. Yeah, Ramsdale is an interesting choice. He was someone I did consider because Arsenal's defence before this season, you wouldn't have expected him to be anywhere near it. And then when they signed Ramsdale, I was thinking, what is going on with Arsenal? He's been, he's been to two clubs in the past two seasons and been relegated. And I think he has just sort of ignored 
put it, shut it all out, and he's been a great signing. Um, he was actually quite high up. I would say he probably was second on my list. I didn't have Edison, Allison, Mendy in my top two. So I would sort of concede at Ramsdale. With Mendy, with your Jordan's pick, at the start, very start of the season, he had that game against Brentford, I think, yeah, where was he, was un, he was unreal. <laughs> but I do feel like his form has slightly slipped. Not, I'm not saying yes. much. I'm not saying he's a bad keeper. Definitely not. But I don't think he's kept up with what he was doing at the start of the season. So that's why I don't think he was in my pick. But yeah, really, he definitely my, had a my, bit of a lip. But yeah. for me, he's been Mr. Consistent since joining. Um, I think let let so so let's pick our keeper for the for the joint team. I think we've all touched on Ramsdale. That that you know, Ramsdale was third on my list. So I think we've all gone for him. Maybe let's give him the give him the green light for the joint. Sure, yeah, I'll concede this one. Ramsdale, <laughs> Ramsdale has made it. Um, don't there, Jamie. Because moving don't. swiftly on um, to right back <laughs> again. What is the I'll formation let... going for? Are we going for four three three here, gents, or are we going with a four? Yeah, four, so two? for the joint team, we'll do four three three. Okay, interesting. Okay, so let's right go. back. Who who are you guys gone for? Gee, I wonder who Jordan's gone for. <laughs> I've, actually, I've actually gone for, which should be a very expected one. Um, I've actually gone for Trent Alexander-Arnold. The reason why is because I think, yes, I expect him to be good this season, but he's got 11 assists this season, which is very, very impressive. He's created the most chance out of all the other English right-backs. Um, and I think he's made 16 key key chances created or big chances, stuff like that, which is very, very high for a right-back. You know, he's absolutely changed that position overall. And I think his ability just gets better and better. Reese James was definitely a close second, but I think injuries have sort of hampered him a little bit. And I, and I would argue that you could take Reese James out of that team and Chelsea would probably do just fine. And I, but I think you take Trent out, I think Liverpool are missing a bigger gap. And I think that's how crucial Trent is to I'm Liverpool. Have to, I'm going to have to jump in early and disagree on that, on that last <laughs> point. Um, so I, I did... <laughs> As you may have guessed, it, it was literally a pr- pretty much a coin flip for me. Um, I did go for Reese James. Um, oh. And the, the, <laughs> let me explain. Let me explain. So, obviously, first and foremost, Trent ha- has been phenomenal. Uh, there's no question there in my mind at all. Um, and he's higher on the, on the assists. However, Reese James still, despite the injuries this season, is the highest scoring defender in the entire league. Um, and Reese, to your point, where you've said, you can take Reese James out of that team and it won't affect us. I couldn't disagree more. I think him and Chilwell being out of our squad ultimately is the factor that's completely knocked us out of the title race. So for me, he has a bigger impact in the team. That's why I settled just just on Reese James. Well, I'm sorry, George, but <sighs> Trent Trent has got to be in this <laughs> team. It, do, it doesn't... like. I understand if James didn't get that injury... It could be a much closer conversation, I think. James, the way he started the season was better than Trent. I still yeah. do have the sort of... Trent isn't the best defender, especially out of, if you think of the English right-backs, including like Carl Walker. But it, I think it just has to be. His, his attacking game for Liverpool is so important for them. There is rumours he's injured a little bit now and he might be out for a few weeks. And that could be impactful for the City game. 
Like, and that's a huge loss because he didn't play. I don't think he played in the first game and they had Milner as right back yeah. and Foden tore him to shreds. Liverpool don't have the backup that Chelsea do. So when Reese is saying you don't have, like, <clears> it is a bigger impact. You had Aspilicueta. Now he's not going to get up the wing like James no, can. Not anymore. To his age. <laughs> but he is the one. It's It's got to be Trent. I'm sorry, George. You're out of my well, here. Team, uh, two to one. I can't argue. So we'll, we'll lock in Trent for the, for the joint team. Let, let's move on to centre-backs. Maybe do both centre-backs at the same time. And yeah. we'll, we'll talk through the two centre-backs. Uh, Jamie, go on, you kick us off. Right, so this one probably is no surprise to you two, but Diaz is my first centre-back. And the second one was tough. And I think this might please you, Jordan. I've gone with Thiago Silva. Okay. The way he's stepped it up recently, like I know he's been great throughout his career, but recently he's just shown that quality that he has. And I think that's just shining through. Now, the other person is obviously Van Dijk. Yeah. I don't think he's had as great as a season as he did before his injury. I think that is slightly impacting. He's still obviously a top centre-half. And probably, if he gets back to what he was before, he is the best centre-back in the league. But I don't feel like he's quite done that this season. He's probably close, very close third for me. But... Go on, Reese. What's yours? Yeah, it's interesting, actually. Um, I sort of tussled with this one a little bit. Um, and my final two I've gone for are actually Thiago, Thiago Silva. I think he's an exceptional defender at 36, something like that. He's no nonsense. There's nothing complicated about his game. He knows he reads the game perfectly. And I think he's made Rudiger a better player um, as a result of that. And um, so... I think Thiago Silva's taken it for me. And my second uh, defender, I've actually gone. I've actually gone for Ruben Diaz. Um, again, I know we expected the same sort of thing from Ruben Diaz, but he's been absolutely exceptional. You know, he's kept. You know, managed to help keep eleven clean sheets. And I believe he's actually got something like three assists, which you don't think is high, but for a centre back, that is actually very impressive. It just goes to show his all round play. His tackling is superb. His aerial threat is superb. His calmness on the ball, I think, is something he deserves a lot of credit for. And yeah, he's improved that City team and has taken him to a much new level. And if he stays fit, which he has done consistently, I think we could be looking at probably the, you know, probably the best centre back that the league has ever seen if he ever if he does improve. But they're the two I've gone for, I think. Although I have some honourable mentions, which I'll I'll discuss at the end. <laughs> Um, so for me, I Silver was definitely the, in contention for me. I didn't actually go for Silver in the end. Um, and again, the other coin flip for me was between, for one centre-back, was between Van Dijk and Diaz. I just landed with VVD. Um, just. So my two in the end were actually Van Dijk. Uh, for me, the other coin flip was actually between Rudiger and Thiago Silva. I actually went for Rudiger. I think he is, he is seriously maybe give some credit to, to Silver, as you mentioned, Reese. But the levels that Rudiger's hit for the last season or two, um, and obviously, you know, outside of the league as well, in, in the Champions League, he's just hit completely new levels. You know, there's a reason that, you know, we've been so good defensively and there's a reason that, you know, you've got Madrid, PSG, Bayern Munich, all potentially going for him. He, for me, has just been absolute world-class in this last season. Um, so, I, yeah, I, I just went for him over Silver in the end. Um, and Van Dyke just 
I think this season has been slightly better than Diaz, but again, very tough to call. So I think we've got you guys both went for Silva and Diaz. Silva and Diaz, yeah. Fine. So that that makes the team of the week based on the numbers. So <laughs> good, good team so far. Let, let's out. move cool. on. <laughs> Let, let's move on to the left back. I've got a feeling we're gonna we, we might all agree on this one. Um, could be the first. Could be the first. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll kick us off. I've gone for Cancelo. Um, again, it's phenomenal, back, really. <laughs> phenomenal this season. Um, you know, assists, goals, contributions, play. He's pulled off some worldy assists. So for me, this this wasn't really that close. Um, maybe Robertson because of how good Liverpool have been would sneak in there. But for me, Cancelo for this one was was pretty clear. Don't think I need to say much more. It will be. It's Cancelo for me. Um, you've got to also remember, he's actually a right back. The fact that he's playing so well, I think Pep's system helps him a lot because you've got Walker who can cover in as technically like a three at the back while you let him yeah. go and do what he does with it. Funnily enough, he ha- I think he has the most shots on goal as a, a, any defender. And some of them have gone in and been phenomenal. I think of the one against Newcastle, where it's just absolute world-class. And then you've got the assists, like Jordan said, he is up there. Um, In terms of other people who would be in contention is Robertson. I think you've got to give a bit of a shout-out to Chilwell for how he started the season. But when you get an injury like he has... I don't know when he is. He's not back. I don't believe. And no, I think he's back in training now. But yeah, that that start was just insane. Yeah, it was insane for him. Like he would definitely be in this conversation. But I don't think you can look past Cancelo really, unless Reese is going to disagree. <laughs> otherwise, any yeah. curveballs coming? <laughs> no, not at all. No, uh, there you go. Obvious pick. <laughs> all right, let's lock him in, Cancelo. Cancelo. So, yeah, it's your boys' team so far. I'm not. I'm. Not, I think Reese. Reese went Ramsdale, so Reese has got the full five. Reese so has far. got every five in. I've got the, I've got the back four. Right, it's not let's, a shot. Let's change it. Let's change it. Let's get into midfield. So, I, I know we've probably gone for different formations. Um, is it? Have we? Have we all got CDMs? Or yeah, I've got ACM. CDM. Yeah. Cool. All right. So Jamie, who have you gone for your CDM? So there is actually probably three that you can say in this in my opinion but I've gone with the City player of Rodri now I do feel like he has gone under the radar with some people however he is now secured that position it's so good to have someone there who isn't the age of Ferdinandinho who we can rely on pretty much every week that will be playing Um, I think he's hit a new level this season and I just think in terms of how much he's got to clean up for us on for teams of counterattacks, he has been superb. Now for the other two who I think were in contention are Declan Rice for West Ham and how well they've been doing. And then the other one is Fabinho. He's done really well for Liverpool. I don't think he's been the level of Rodri this season. I'm not saying he can't be, but I don't think he has been as consistently. So that's probably where I'd put Rodri just ahead of them both. Reese, Yeah, I think I think considering Rodri's start at City, I think he got a lot of criticism. Um, yep. 
a lot of people very, you know, don't think, didn't think he was good enough, but he's definitely smelling that player position on his own. I've actually gone for Declan Rice. Um, the reason why is this country has a habit of hyping up English players, and but I think he's actually lived up to the hype. I give him this because too many midfielders in the game now, they're all the same player. Technical, you know, they can do fancy stuff, cross, whatever. Declan Rice, I think, brings it back a bit old school. There's nothing complicated about his game. He's very simple passes, you know, gets the ball forward. Does he contribute to goals? No, but he doesn't need to. He does his job in midfield. You know, he's he's absolutely exceptional at that. And this is what so many teams lack. You get a player like him with the creative midfielders, you're probably going to go and win the league. And I think at a young age as well, to take all that pressure on and to actually be a leader, I think he's been outstanding. And I think he's going to go on to become, you know, an even better player. So I've gone for Declan Rice. Yeah, so I might finally have one in the in the joint team of the, of the year. Uh, I also went with Declan Rice again. Notable mentions <laughs> to to Rodri. I think we can all agree he, he has had a good season. He's he's gone from that kind of under the radar level to to putting in consistent performances that are getting noticed week in week out. But as you said, Reese, for all the reasons you said, Declan Rice he's helped elevate West Ham to you know as we discussed last week, you know the, the Europa levels. They've done well in the league again, and he is that complete midfielder. And, and another point, he has shown a more attacking side of his game as well. He's not just a CDM who can defend. He can actually go on runs forward, score goals and, and do so much more. So for me, Declan Rice, no question. I have to concede here, obviously, <laughs> two to one. I do, I, I do disagree, though, but I do, see where you're, <laughs> I do see where you're coming from. But yeah, so... Rice is in the team. Cool. So, did yeah. anyone did anyone do two CDMs or just one? Just the one. Oh, just, just one. Perfect. All right. So let's move on to the rest of the midfield. Should we do two, two or three at once, or how, how should we do it? Do, uh, do both the midfielders on this case. I'd say both midfielders. Go on, Jordan. Cool. Set us off. So, I my formation was a little bit different on my personal team. So I've got three, three more midfielders. So I'll go through quickly. So a lot of notable mentions. So I'll, I'll start very quickly with the ones who didn't quite make the cut. Um, Coutinho, been phenomenal for Villa. Um, Emil Smith-Rowe, again, phenomenal, high assists, a, a few bangers in big games. He's really stepped up to the plate, but didn't quite make the cut for me. Um, and Saka as well, again, similar, similar to Smith-Rowe. Done so much good stuff for Arsenal this year. Come on leaps and bounds. Massive player for the future, in my opinion. Um, however, I did settle on the three of Kevin De Bruyne. Don't need to say too much on him. He uses class week in, week out in the big games. Um, high assists, high goals, and just the perfect player for consistency. Um, Connor Gallagher, he was maybe a surprise pick. And, and, and for the reason of he's been the surprise package of this season, absolutely shone um, at Palace. Vieira, again, credit to Vieira. We've said it before on the podcast, but I'm very, very excited knowing that he's a Chelsea player and could could return next season. Um, the goals, the assists, running of games, he's been phenomenal. Um, so for me, he was a shoo-in. Um, and finally, for my midfield, the ever-consistent Mason Mount. Similar reasons to the others. Consistent, consistent goals, consistent assists, um, and yeah, run, running games, putting in nine out of tens every week. Um, and finally, just a notable mention who was so, so close, Jacob Ramsey for Villa. 
maybe a bit of a surprise pick. He didn't quite make the cut, but he has been absolutely phenomenal this season under Gerard, And he, again, is a player I believe will be massive in the future. Go on, Maurice. Any agreements, any disagreements? <laughs> I'll, I'll wait till I say mine before I say my comments on what you've given us, George. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm the same thing. But uh, mm. this is where I'm going to become unstuck a bit because I've gone for two very left-field picks. Um, and I think the reason I've chosen these two is because they've been very unsung heroes for their teams. I think one particular has had a breakthrough season that not many people have picked out on. I think... He's been absolutely exceptional. I saw him actually play in person. I I thought he was he was absolutely superb, and I think he will go on to do well. And the other, who's been in the Premier League a while, but I just think his all round game has got better under this manager. And I think yeah, he might not get all the goals and assists that we'd expect, but I think he's he's been absolutely phenomenal. And I think without him, you know, this team would really struggle. So I've gone for Ruben Neves. At Wolves, I think he's been. That's the part. I think he's been exceptional. I think he's been a great leader for Wolves, and I think they're very lucky to have him. Actually, do I think he's world class? Do I think he's Real Madrid quality? No. Do I think he would fit a system like Pep Guardiola's or Arteta's? Yes, I do. Um, but that's that's another conversation for another day. And the other player, I had to shift him into this position. Actually, he he can play there. I've actually gone for Michael Elise. Crystal Palace again interesting that is a a left field pick his ability on the ball don't get me wrong Gallagher's been great but his ability on the ball is something I've never seen before he's so calm and casual and so tricky the way he plays he looks like he's an experienced veteran and I think if he pledges allegiance to England I think we're going to be very lucky to get a good player like that but I think France and Nigeria are also circling so I mean, Elise has been good, definitely. I mean, when you watch him with the ball, his movement, his, his crossing ability is phenomenal. But we'll see what Jamie says, but I don't know if he would have made it into the first 11. With the Elise pick, I just, I don't think he's a centre midfielder. So he wasn't even in my thoughts, really. He plays um, definitely on football so... <laughs> yeah, football manager's a bit different. No, you can play anyone there. Um, well, I think one surprising person that neither of you have mentioned is Bernardo Silva. And yeah, I think he's been brilliant this season. He has dropped off from his start, but his start was like <laughs> absolutely world class. <laughs> Look, I got so done for being I think biased. I'm quite surprised here, that neither of you have picked I think him. your whole team's been City. Somehow. However, <laughs> I de- that definitely isn't true. <laughs> I've had the Chelsea, Liverpool. But the one player that you did mention that was a City player, I wouldn't have him in yet. I wouldn't have De Bruyne in it just yet. He has started the last sort of two or three games. He is on that level. However, he's had injuries. He's had a few things he's had to overcome. But if he continues like he has in the past few games, he will be in this team and he'll be the best player or one of the best players in this team. But quite yet... I'd pick Bernardo Silva over him. Now with my other pick, I do agree with Jordan Gallagher. Like what a season he is having. He's getting involved in everything. He's not just scoring a good goal here and there. He's being consistent with his performances. He's pressing constantly. If you watch the City Palace game, 
he was everywhere, pressing, constantly working, and he's producing the goods. And yeah, Chelsea have got a good player with him. Like, he could be phenomenal. My other pick, though, is Bowen from West Ham. He's had a brilliant season and he's getting links to Liverpool at the moment. And he could definitely play on that side, I think. And he wouldn't look out of place. I don't know if that's going to change now that they've signed Diaz, but because you don't know where he'd fit in in the team, because I think they'd probably try and put him on the wing. But he is, a, he's been brilliant this season, I think. And he's also an, he's English. And I don't think he's really getting the credit he deserves, whereas other English players do. And it might be because he's at West Ham and not at the top, what is it, the top six clubs. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think that's, I think Bowen's definitely, yeah, definitely a contender. Um, he, he stepped up and you're right. You know, could he fit into that Liverpool team? Maybe, maybe. But I think at the minute for West Ham, he, he's doing perfectly fine and, and, and should stay there. Yeah. So, how are we going to decide this? We've got a problem. Yeah, we have got an issue. So Gallagher, me and Jamie picked. So that he's definitely in. I think Gallagher's yeah the one player in, and then it's more of a who else is in. I just don't see a team without Bernardo Silva for this season. For uh, for earlier in the season, yeah, he he was he was the standout probably for the first half of the season for me. So I'd be tempted to to kind of agree there. Um, who else did we mention? So we, we've said Bernardo. You said De Bruyne. Uh, De Bruyne. And you said Mount. And oh. I'm sorry, Mount's getting nowhere near this team. No, <laughs> uh, you can't. Look, Mason Mount I'm, I'm not saying, delivers nine a, out of tens every week. He's a quality player, but he's not. He's, he's just not on this list for me. Oh. He wasn't even considered. Disgraceful. <laughs> um. Reese, come on, you, you're going to have to settle this. We need one more midfielder have, for the joint team. You have to start arguing your case. There's been a lot of names mentioned. <laughs> yeah, I think it's safe to say Ruben Neves and Alicia aren't going to be picked, but definitely, yeah, <laughs> Conor Gallagher, that makes sense. Um, I think I'll actually have to give this to Jamie. I think Bernardo Silva has, has been absolutely outstanding. I think he plays as a defensive mid, he plays as a centre mid, he's played on the wing, he's played up front, and he's contributed everywhere yeah on the pitch and I I do like Mason Mount I really really do but I wouldn't see Mason Mount getting into Man City's team um I think Bernardo Silva has been he's he has been another level and I think he's helped pick up for where De Bruyne's been absent yeah yeah and like I said I think De Bruyne will be in the team by the end of the season but I don't think he's quite had enough over the season to say, yeah, you're in there. He's had some, he's obviously played, he's had a few big games recently, the Chelsea game, the yeah, United that, game. But that's the thing. That's For me, what's swinging it, I guess. Nine but, out of tens every week though. That's, 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 that was, that was my logic for my midfield. You've got to go with those players who just deliver week in, week out. And for me, De Bruyne personally has done that. But we'll lock him in. We'll lock Bernardo in. So we've Bernardo got the midfield Silva. three of Rice, Gallagher and Bernardo Silva. That is a good midfield three. Now, I think we should go with right wings, that's right midfields. And I think this should be one we agree on. Surely. I'd be surprised. Surely. I'd be surprised. 
Right, go on. So, yeah, Mohamed Salah, um, I, I don't really need to say too much. Just, you know, on form this season, he's been one of the best players in the world. Um, delivers week in, week out. Everyone has him a captain every week for fantasy, which tells you everything you need to know. Um, so, yeah, Salah, not even not even a debate. Any disagreements? Surely. No. <laughs> he's, he's the best player in the world at this moment in time. You can't you can't disagree with him. No late calls for, for Saka, no? No, he's he's got so much of his game to improve, Saka. He he's he'd probably make the bench on my team, but he's he's got so much more he needs to prove, like so does Smith Rowe. They're good players, but they wouldn't get into probably Chelsea, Liverpool, City's team at the moment. Yeah, I think with obviously I agree, Salah. It's, it just is Salah. I think the two honourable mentions I had was Saka and also Mares. He's top goal scorer for City by some way, but he's nowhere near. He's not near Salah, and I think due to Salah, Mares doesn't get the praise that he could get. But it's I don't think that we need to even more debate. It's Salah. Yeah. <laughs> End of kind of story locked, there. Locked in. <laughs> Now, what I think will be a much harder position is the left wing. Reese, do you want to start us off with that? Yeah, actually, because I've had to change this formation round, I've actually put Son on the left wing as like an inside forward. I think Son, he has been absolutely consistent throughout the whole season. He's got, if I'm not mistaken, he's got a higher goal conversion rate than Salah at 27%, which is very, very impressive. Average is probably 0.52 goals per 90. Again, very, very good stats. I think it has to go to Son. I think he's... I think Son is probably more important to Tottenham than Kane is. I think when they take Kane out, they're more creative with their options. And Son is much more creative to fill into them places. So I'm going to go Son. Be fair. That was yeah. That 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 was my bold pick. Obviously, for my formation, I, I only put two strikers. So for me, it was Salah, and I did it again. It was there was a few I had on my list. So yeah. the, the ones the, the ones I was considering, obviously Son, who I ultimately did pick, Harry Kane. Th- those two together, they finally broke that record of, of the best kind of duo in, in Premier League history in terms of goals and, and setting each other up. Um, so they've done a, a phenomenal job together, both of them. Um, ultimately, Son has just edged Kane um, in the goals, I believe. And yeah. with Kane as the main striker, you almost expect that number of goals. Whereas with Son, you, you're not, you're almost not expecting that that level of goals. So for him, it had to be Son. Um, the other ones, obviously, Jota, I think, has done a big job this season. Um, in kind of, are you talking about the left wing for here, George? Oh, sorry. So my formation was a bit different. So it was basically oh, okay, just yeah. two two forward players. I was thinking um, you're adding Kat Kane on the left wing for talking no, about no, that. No, and no, I was no, like, no, What is going on here? What is going on? I had a classic two up front for mine. So yeah, it was a bit different. But but yeah, for me it was Salah and Son. Um, but yeah, Jot- Jota wasn't far off for me. Okay, interesting. So with my left wing, I it was between three players. Son was there. Mane was another. And Foden, they're the three outstanding left wingers, I think, of the league. Um, I did eventually go for Son as well, so I think we are all in agreement with Son. Rocky I think Henry. he's been he's been phenomenal. 
and he just continuously has. I think Mane deserves a shout out, but he does get overshadowed. And I think with him changing positions, it's just not, it's just, he just doesn't get it. It's not by far, but that's what it is. Now, final position, striker, our main striker. Jordan poor this season. I (laughs) I agreed with you. I struggled with this position just to pick one. I don't know how you picked two up front, George. Well, yeah, my formation was different. I was was having a real tactical battle. I I had, uh, (laughs) I think, uh, a 4-3, sorry, a 4-1-3-2 was my my full formation. Um, So (laughs) I only had two up front. But go on, uh, you boys say you're your official striker. Well, so I don't want to pick him, but I've had to pick Ronaldo. Wow. He is still banging in the goals. And then when when United are in big trouble, who's there? Him. He is. I know there's been controversy with the manager and stuff like that where he's injured, where He's saying he's not injured. His sister's like an Instagram post saying he's not injured. It's a bit of a circus at United, but he's still, I think, second or third top goal scorer. He produces games like he did against Spurs, where out of nothing, where it looks like it's going to be like a nil-nil boring first half. He just gets the ball, turns, bang, top goal scorer, top corner, sorry. And he gets a hat-trick that game. I just think he is the striker. But I do agree with Reese. the striker's, have been poor. There isn't a proper, proper standout. Kane's starting to get better, but yeah. you can't have him in at the moment, I don't think. And I think what Kane about, what about Dennis? Just because I didn't pick one, just to throw a curveball in. Dennis for Watford. No, he had a few. He had a few good games, but he's nowhere he's not, near. Not, I'd put Kane above him, and yeah, yeah, it's it's a name, but it's not not being considered for. Me to be honest, go on, Reese. I have gone Diego Jota. I think, even though he's still a bit of an impact sub or sub sort of player at Liverpool, I think he's filled that centre forward role well. Even though Firmino is a different kind of striker, I think Jota's contributed a lot more with his game, and I think he's been quite instrumental to Liverpool. So I think I think that's where I'm going to go with there. So before I give you some honourable mentions, um, what are we going to settle on here? I just want to argue against Jota here is because they've brought in Diaz and now he's on the bench. Yeah. And funnily enough, it's as soon as I brought him into my fantasy team, he's been on the bloody bench. (laughs) What? So I do notice him being on the bench quite a bit. So that is why he was, he was thought about for, I first thought him and then I just went, he's been on the bench now for, I think f- past five games or something like that, he might have started one. And that's where he's gone down in my list. And I just think he is a striker and there isn't too many great strikers. So that's where I wouldn't have him in. Since you guys had the, the, the third striker and it's Ronaldo v Jota, I'll have to weigh in with a deciding vote. Yeah. Uh, so our final player for the joint team, I will have to go for... Viva Ronaldo. He, as Jamie said, yes, he's old. Yes, he can't run as much as he used to. But when United need him, he steps up with a header. He steps up with a worldie, and he gets a winner. Um, you know, none, none so you know than the recent win against Spurs. United weren't that good. Ronaldo just turns on the sauce. 
bangs in a hat trick and they beat, you know, they beat Spurs like that. So for me, I think let's lock that in. Ronaldo makes the final cut. So we have a very, a final very team. The final team, then. team. Ramsdale in goal. The Reese 11. Let's just call it <laughs> that. Not quite the midfield for you, but Trent right back. Diaz, Thiago Silva, centre backs. Cancelo left back. Rice, centre defensive midfielder with Gallagher and Bernardo Silva in front of him. Obviously, Salah on the right. Gone Son on the left. And then we've gone Ronaldo up front. Not really. Want, I, I don't want to end on the United player, but I've had to. <laughs> <laughs> That's a team but we can had, It is, I think. Definitely this season. But Reese, you said you had some honourable mentions. Go on, the last minute. So anyone... I did indeed. Yeah, I'll give some honourable mentions here. I think we've got Martin Udegaard, Rafinha. Yeah, yeah Rafinha's a good James Ward-Prowse. Ward yeah. We skipped some of ours. Uh, Livermento at Southampton. Yeah, good yeah, shot. I think, Definitely I good think shot. even Brozier's been a good player for them as well, unknown from Chelsea, I think he's. Yeah, yeah we'll have him straight back. Chelsea. Get rid of Lukaku, we'll have him straight back. Uh, yeah, I've, I've, I put Saka in my honourable honorable mention, so I think he's been a decent player this year. Uh, Mares absolutely has been exceptional. More than that. <laughs> Yeah, I think oh, right. a few of the Arsenal young boys got in there as well. Smith Rowe, Saka, a couple more years. I think they'll definitely be in the mix. Um, yep. And Jacob Ramsey as well, definitely one to watch from Villa. He's all right. Any from you, Jamie? Or is that have we covered all your guys? I think we covered my guys. I kind of mentioned my honourable mentions during. So there's no one extra really. I think Wicked. Bowen is kind of someone who goes under the radar. Yeah, but... definitely, definitely agree with that. Wicked. Well, we'll, we'll wrap it up there. As always, like, comment and subscribe. You know the drill. We do want, if you're watching us on YouTube, we want to see you in the comments. You probably will disagree, especially if you're an Arsenal fan. Um, so get in the comments, get on Twitter. We're on all the channels. Send us your thoughts and we look forward to hearing from you.